0: Colt Podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Now please, enjoy the show.
1: These, These are, are our opinions. opinions. Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley.
0: And I'm Armando Torres. I sound like death. I sound like, <laughs> like death incarnate. Kind of-
1: just in time of those Halloween bonus episodes we forgot to release. Them. Oh, yeah. Oh, no.
0: Oh, yeah, I did do that. All right, I got to get this out. You guys are going to have a good week with just, like, two bonus episodes.
1: But also, with us we have
2: a Gazzetta. Okay, Yay. there you go. I'm not just a disembodied voice anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now you matter. So, uh, hey, everybody. It's my week. Yay. It's Armando's week. I don't know why I referred to myself in the third person. It's my week. Uh, and as you know, we're doing the Moonies. Part deux. Um So something weird happened when I was studying the Moonies, and now I realize why so many people wanted us to research it. I realize that um, Homeboy's life is fucking insane. Yeah. So I want to just kind of jump into it because there's a lot to unpack here. So I'm just going to get right into it. Um, The sources for today's episode are... Archived files on Sun Myung Moon and his church by the FBI. Articles archived and translated by How Well Do You Know Your Moon, which is...
1: <laughs> invaluable. Mine's made of cheese.
0: <laughs> Mine's hollow. Ooh. I'm a Nazi. Ooh. <laughs> That's weird that I have audio <laughs> recording of, of that sentence Why are you said. the
2: sexiest... Nazi uh, The
0: 1973 book Those Curious New Cults By William J. Peterson The 1977 book Sun Young Moon And the Unification Church By Frederick Sontag the 1997 book Sun Myung Moon, The Early Years by Michael Breen, the 2005 edition of the book Korea's Day in the Sun, A Modern History by Bruce Cummings, and the article New Growth on Burnt Over Ground, published in A.D. Magazine, which is a magazine that uh, is published by the Presbyterian Church.
1: Okay, so it's just a generic Christian. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I really uh I really got to use Amazon's Read Online feature for this <laughs> for this episode. There's a lot of there's a lot of books here. Um if you read really any of these books, uh probably the best one is the 1997 book, Send Me Moon, The Early Years by Michael Breen. It's super interesting and it goes into a lot of stuff that I didn't really know. As well as the website, How Well Do You Know Your Moon? Which is a Tumblr site. <laughs> but it's also really well composed. And uh, they archive a lot of things that are really important.
1: Like how it's hollow. And yeah, like how it's hollow and made of cheese. <laughs>
0: And uh, how Neil Armstrong uh, had an affair with his wife, with what? the moon. He fucked the moon. Oh. <laughs> he was
2: Tired Armando is very absurdist. <laughs> it's very funny. I don't know. Your... But you're absurdist in a monotone. Like, usually you're absurdist and you're like, wink, wink. And then now you're like, absurdist, but like this. So it's hard to tell.
0: <laughs> I'm just, I would have an affair with the moon. There's so many new holes to <laughs> oh,
1: oh, More like feel Armstrong. Ah, oh.
0: More like Neil Dickstrong. All right, let's let's <laughs> let's just move forward.
1: <laughs> so many moon jokes in so a little time.
0: So, previously on Colt Podcast. Moon Young Myung was born in modern day North Korea in 1920. According to Moon, Jesus visited him at the age of 15 and told him he was the new messiah. In the 1940s, Moon began attending Back Kim's church, the Israel church that taught that Korea would be known as the New Jerusalem and the next messiah would come from Korea. In 1943 Moon married his first wife and had his first son a year later in 1944. In 1945 Moon abandoned his family in order to leave for North Korea to become a minister. And then I did this real fun thing where I went blah 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 to history. And then Moon wrote the divine principle and started his church. But here's the thing as I was reading into it, which is another thing that happened last time where it was like, Moon, the early years, here's three sentences about it. It was the same thing where it was like, here's three sentences about Moon starting his church. But then I started like digging into the story and I found out that it's just like super fucking interesting and batshit insane because Moon is a fucking lunatic.
1: <laughs> Wait, you didn't realize? he was a lunatic from last time when he kept talking about how much he was crying and how much his mother loved him yeah he, the I mean, hats oh the hats I forgot about the hats so many hats
0: died so
1: that I could find one that fits he's a fedora man that's obsessed with crying yeah he, he's one burger joint away from being Guy Fieri and you think he's safe uh,
0: I'd, I'd move to that compound in Flavortown Town. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! If Guy Fieri started a cult, oh, it, it's I'm done. It. Yeah, I'm it's in. over. Oh, no, we would jo- we would be both in both it. Of them. We'd be drinking donkey sauce like by the end of the first day.
0: I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> um, but so like I started digging into some stuff, including some stuff that I had actually said last week. So, um, that's kind of what we're doing. We're moving instead of moving completely forward. I'm gonna talk about what happened when he set up the church. Um. Starting with everyone's least favorite segment, The Correction Zone. (laughs) So, um, a lot of the stuff that I said is technically correct, but there's a lot of uh, little details that I think would be useful for you guys to have. So, Moon left North Korea with Bat Kim to spread the Israel Church, which is back's church once in north korea however moon abandoned the church taking with him the beginnings of his own congregation moon adopted and twisted the teachings of back to convince his followers that he was the new messiah the one that back himself prophesized from korea three months into his stay in north korea moon was arrested for causing social disorder by claiming to be korean jesus and (laughs) korean jesus ain't got time for your shit yeah well, apparently he has plenty of time to do some other dumb shit because he was also sleeping with a bunch of his congregation. Oh no! And so then he was arrested for sexual immorality.
1: Oh whoa! Which
0: is against the law in North Korea. Yeah, it's basically adultery in different words.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: while detained, a devout follower by the name of Kim Chong Hwa, Kim Chong Hwa uh, kept the congregation together. She basically like acted as the glue while he was detained for three months. However, Kim proved to be more than just a follower because when Moon was released, he professed his love for Kim and forced her into a marriage ceremony.
1: Well, well, he's still While married. he's still married. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he didn't divorce that other lady.
0: But here's the thing. Once Kim's husband found out...
1: Oh, whoa, wait, bro, wow.
0: Yeah, he alerted the authorities and the unlawful couple was both arrested for bigamy. So he wasn't arrested because he was like... He was preaching uh, a religion in illegal, which was illegal in North Korea. He was arrested for bigamy.
1: You mean polygamy?
0: No, oh, they big-gamy. call it bigamy. Oh,
1: weird. Yeah. I and mean, it would technically be polygamy also, but... It is
0: polygamy. I think they call it, The law is bigamy in Korea. Just okay. like... Um, just like the law for adultery Is sexual immorality gotcha. So he was technically arrested For sexual immorality So legally speaking Moon is a pervert Like, <laughs> like by law You're I a mean, pervert now I,
1: I had kind of assumed that from the hats and the crying Yeah <laughs> All I can think right now is Uh
2: Kim's husband, just like that—that that song, that's like you say he's just a leader of your religion. <laughs> <laughs> you say he's just a moon.
0: <laughs> oh, baby moon,
1: <laughs> you got what I need. <laughs>
0: Moon was sent to the labor camp, the one that we talked about.
1: Fun times. And
0: Kim served one year in jail before she was released, and go figure, reconciled with her husband. Well,
1: I mean, wouldn't you if the punishment was being in jail? Yeah, I've made a mistake. And it's
0: something—it's something that you guys uh, should both know and remember throughout this story—is that um, adultery in Korea is a jailable offense if. One of the spouses reports the adultery and it can be proven. Okay. So that is something that is illegal during the time that the story takes place. Uh, without its leader, or a surrogate leader, Moon's congregation dissolved, and when Moon returned to South Korea, he was forced to reap what he had sown, because not only was he legally a convicted pervert and a failed minister, but he also crossed back, and back was both an ordained minister, which Moon was not, and had a large following and the respect of his community, because guess who didn't go to jail? Fucking back! <laughs> because people were like, yeah, he's a good guy, he's not hurting anybody, he's not fucking anyone. He
2: backs that Kim. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so are you saying that people don't want the religious leaders to be criminals? <laughs> Usually
0: speaking. But, I mean, there's always a there's always an exception, as we'll learn. You know what? Probably not. They probably just want it. Because now that I'm thinking about it, most of them, most of them are criminals.
1: I feel like it's not that they want it. It's just that they're very willing to ignore it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see a lot of willful ignorance in this. Uh, Moon was excommunicated from the Presbyterian Church in 1948 when he was arrested for adultery.
1: Way to go, Prezzies.
0: Which meant he was no longer able to preach under the umbrella of an established religion. So, like I said, Correction Zone, he did still go to jail in 1948 and released in 1950 when he uh, was liberated. But it wasn't for being a spy like he would have you believe. It was for fucking... (laughs) some dude's wife.
1: He, he couldn't stop getting it wet
0: no he was, somebody was like hey dude your your wife's like trying to sell apples he's like yeah, but I'm trying to get my apples off you no. know
1: what
2: I mean <laughs> why is he Charles Manson and, and, then he,
0: is- and then he pointed up to the moon and he went I will fuck you,
1: you. <laughs> it's a real moony apple seed yeah
0: <laughs> Alright, in 1951, Moon returned to South Korea as an excommunicated refugee, now living in Busan. Uh, Obviously, he didn't work for his construction company job anymore, so he worked odd jobs to survive, like working on the pier and doing carpentry for the United States Army, apparently. But he... (laughs) He mentions that he really didn't know how to do much other than make picture frames.
1: <laughs> how many picture frames did the army need Then there was a whole job for that?
0: I have, I have they no could idea. Just
1: buy picture frames. He I mean, be,
0: technically, they were.
1: He would be great at a Michaels <laughs>
0: yeah. or a
2: Santa's Workshop or a- Aaron, Aaron Brothers.
0: Moon lived a very migrant lifestyle, sleeping in fields and mountains and eventually a cardboard shack that he built by himself.
1: Hi. So, okay, so he can build more he, than picture yeah. frames.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he didn't build it out of wood, he built it out of cardboard. So
2: he has a cardboard house, so he tries to hang up a wooden picture
1: frame the whole house falls down. Too heavy, awful. Wall wall. No, the... consumed by my mad dreams. <laughs>
0: It was in this sad sack crap shack that Moon <laughs> thank you, that Moon penned the original divine principle, the scripture he had preached in North Korea. He wrote the original text on two notebooks by hand. The divine principle was split into three parts, uh, which is what we went over last week. The principle of creation, the human fall, and the introduction to restoration. The book also details Moon's life, including his visit from Jesus. And here's a weird side note. <clears throat> One of the main reasons that Bat Kim never forgave Moon was because he felt like Moon had stolen some of the smaller components of his religion. For example, Bat claimed that Jesus had appeared to him and appointed him the new Israel or Jacob. Uh, In fact, Moon never mentioned Jesus coming to him Until Beck preached to his congregation about his encounter (laughs) Even Moon's family confirms that Moon never mentioned the event before adulthood
1: so this is a real like Family Guy Simpsons scenario.
0: Yeah. Mm. In addition, the divine principle shared some similarities to Beck's book, The Fundamental Christian Principles.
1: Oh, great. Beck's, principles. Book,
0: Beck's book details his life, including his visit from Jesus, and is split into three parts <laughs> The Principle of Creation. The principle of the fall and the principle of restoration.
1: So he literally basically plagiarized the whole thing. Yeah,
0: he just stole the whole thing in his fucking life. And then he wrote it down and, um, like, he just wrote it down as far as he could remember it. <laughs> so it's not even that good. And we'll see that. Like, in 1952, Moon explaining his principles to anyone who would listen uh, got two full time members. Mr. Lee Yohan, a former Presbyterian minister, and Miss Kang Hyun-shil, a former Presbyterian missionary. In early f- 1953, Moon sent Mr. Lee and Miss Kang to Daegu, which is uh, the fourth largest city in South Korea.
2: Oh, I thought that was a moon vendor, but that's
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> I will say and I think we covered this on a very early episode where our, like, moral of the episode was don't trust people who don't got windows. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say this applies here. Don't follow a religious leader who lives in a cardboard box. They clearly do not have all the answers.
0: Yeah, there's also, like, while I was reading this, so like I said, another one of the sources unofficially, Sun Myung Moon in his own words, which is his own account of what happened throughout his life, and there are just sections Huge sections where he's just like, I was a smelly boy. I was Ew. it was like at this time I smelled so fucking bad. It's just <laughs> basically like paragraphs of him being like my clothes were so dirty, my smell was so stinky. Ew. And it's just like like why did you include this? <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> this
1: that's, is not, that's, that's what the ladies want. <laughs> as a smelly boy I was gonna say books are not scratch and sniff. This is not <laughs> helping. <laughs>
0: He sent Mr. Lee and Miss Kang to Daegu to set up a mission church in order to attract more followers remotely as he continued to preach in Busan. Uh, he sent a former minister and missionary to recruit new members for his congregation. So, you know, doing the thing that they've basically always done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were really good at it and also allowed Boone to have a place to stay that wasn't a fucking cardboard shack. Able to preach in two locations, Moon excelled at spreading his principles. He also lent out his notebooks in order to increase the chances of attracting members. In late 1953, Moon's notebooks made their way to Hyo Won Yu. Yu became interested in the principles, going so far as to hand-copy the notebooks down so he could study them further.
1: So he's just sending the notebooks like a burn book, just like to the people he wants to recruit?
0: Yeah, he he's just like kind of it just kind of seems like because at first the way he phrased it was like he wrote it down on multiple notebooks and then he sent them out like he would just like like handwritten flyers but it turns out he only wrote one copy. Hmm. So he's just sending out his one copy in a in an effort to get more members, which is not how you get more members unless you mean, uh, like, members like dicks drawn in your notebook, like that kind of <laughs> member. Because I don't know if you've ever been a dude and just passed somebody your notebook, but when you get it back, it's like, go to page 86, and you go there, and it's just like... <laughs> Drew
2: dick. I think Why
1: this isn't is just, on page 69. Oh, she's right. <laughs> I think this is more of a comic thing where, because we all carry notebooks yeah. and we all love to draw dicks on people's shits. Yeah. Okay, I've never drawn fair. a dick on anyone's shits. I have drawn many dicks in David Rosenberg's notebooks. Aww. I have drawn
0: so many dicks on Andrea's back. She just doesn't know. What? Yeah. There's just a bunch of dicks on your back, dummy. Anyway, um,. <laughs>
1: Thanks for making it weird. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when Moon learned of a devoted follower made just from the text alone, he set up a meeting with you in his home of Busan. Moon was impressed with you's handwritten copy of the principles, but more impressed with how you had systemized it into chapters and relevant sections.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait! That means there were no chapters or sections before.
0: Ah, uh, no. Nope. <laughs> oh, For those of you out there that have been lucky enough to read any of the things that Moon said, like the fact that I showed you forty-two parts of his fucking life story. Um,
1: he is verbose he
0: rants so much and he will just say the dumbest shit in whatever order that he thinks is fucking relevant (laughs) and so if he's handwriting these notebooks you can just assume that like half of them he's like and that's when uh, man fell because of sin and also dude my fucking mom loved me so much dog Also, I was
1: a smelly boy I I was
0: a smelly boy I was a smelly Jesus. So he's
2: just smelling horrible, crying, breaking hats, and dancing if he feels like it. Yeah. Like, this is...
0: He can dance if he wanted to.
2: He can leave his his
0: his friends behind. behind. (laughs)
2: Because
0: if his friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then they're they're no no friends friends of moons.
2: moons. (laughs) (laughs) I love you guys so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. At the request of Moon, you reorganized and expanded the concepts laid out in the Divine Principles, no doubt turning Moon's rambling, ranty mess into a more palatable edition. Yu's book, which became known as the Explanation of the Divine Principle, became the first published text used by Moon's congregation. Because, like I'm saying, um, Moon's words are so fucking batshit crazy That I think people agreed with the core principle of what he was trying to teach, but the way that he said it was dumb as fuck. So what you'll see is the the texts that get published and the texts that um, become kind of the official uh, scripture for the church are not written by Moon himself. Uh, they're written by you or later, as we'll see, uh, when they start to missionize uh, or send missionaries to different countries, rather, those people translate it and change it into their own words. And so the ones that really get going are not written by Moon himself. And it's also important to realize it seems like the beginning wasn't even written by Moon himself because he's a fucking thief and he stole it from Beck. Right. So, uh, yeah, facing harassment from real churches in Busan and Dago, uh that's probably not how you
2: pronounce it <laughs> <laughs> why? No, are are you <laughs>
0: Facing harassment from real churches in Busan and Daegu, uh, you convinced Moon to travel to Seoul to set up a more legitimate operation. In early 1954, the congregation moved to Seoul where Moon and you officially founded the Holy Association for the Unification of World Christianity.
1: So many words.
0: Yeah, and I actually have the reasons for why they use so many words. Um, This is Moon speaking on it himself I also had to editorialize Because god damn it Does he just go on fucking weird (laughs) side tangents? He can't say two sentences Without stroking his fucking dick So he said Unification means two become one Unification does not mean Merely a combination It flows from the spring of the heart Of the absolute God And remains for eternity A holy spirit brings unity Parent and child are united by a Holy Spirit. Association means organization. Just in case you didn't know, he put the, he threw that in there for you. I did not use the word church, so that's what he said. He says that unification means to be brought together by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit means organization. So, Holy Association for the unification of world Christianity is his movement to use the Holy Spirit to organize all of the Christians in the world under him.
1: So he's gonna use every word but church? Yeah. It's like, like all the words. Yeah. He
0: <laughs> it's like he specifically went out of his way to not be called a church. He didn't he didn't call his group a church at first and actually kinda seemed To respond negatively towards the word at first, he referred to his congregation as a family unified by their love of God. The group in turn referred to Moon as either teacher or father
1: it's always weird when they call cult leaders fathers yeah
0: this just goes to show you any guy who wants to be called daddy in any capacity is a bad person (laughs) they're (laughs) all they're all bad people Well, that's
1: like in Jonestown where they used to call jim jones dad and oh it's so creepy on those tapes yeah
0: i i the only thing i want to do is i want to start a cult just so that way they're just gonna like they're gonna show up and they're gonna be like so tell us about your leader and they're gonna go Oh, Poppy? <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, and they're going to be like, I'm sorry, what? And they're like, yeah, we call him Poppy. I don't understand.
2: He likes yeah. it when you <laughs> call him Big Poppy. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> so every, every one of his members calls him either teacher or father, including you, Moon's close friend, um, who is six years older than Moon. <laughs> and I don't know if you know a lot about Korean culture, but they do place a lot of respect on elders. You know, I know, like, you are going
1: to say, I don't know if you know how fathers work, but it's not, <laughs> but not, it's that. not like that.
0: <laughs> not that. I also don't know if you've ever had a teacher that's younger than you. It's a weird situation.
1: Wait, have you? I don't think I have.
2: I've had
0: a teacher that was younger than me once because I do graphic design. And so I had to take this, like, course thing, and it was just, like, somebody that was, like, a year younger than me teaching me how to do something. And it was like, I'm not a big fan of this. I also didn't like how he was, like, call me father. (laughs) (laughs) Call me daddy and look me in my eyes. Grande
1: papi. Grande papi. (laughs) Grande
0: papi. Moon is happy being the patriarch of his church and appointed you as the church's president to fulfill the business responsibilities of the church.
1: You must be gullible as fuck. Or smart as hell, because president means he's controlling money. Yeah,
0: president mm. U uh, is culpable to a lot of these things, but he does seem... So, president You, another, another source that we have from this that uh, you can lump in with the how well do you know your moon is um, almost from the start, you wrote in a diary every single day Mm -hmm. and so i don't think he's i think it's safe to say that he's not lying in his diary you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i think it's safe to say what he writes in his diary especially since he was writing in it every day you can kind of take it as what he actually believed and the way that he talks about uh moon uh he I think he genuinely believes what he's saying and he did have doubts and they they uh, he does they they bring forth the, the reason that um One okay one of the things that is talked about is how you question moon all the time like he was like this part of your book doesn't make any sense or he'd be like you say this but then over here you say this it's a contradiction that doesn't make any fucking sense And so instead of cast, instead of Moon casting you out, he in in turn took you in and went, okay, how would you make this better? So he used any skepticism to actually strengthen his core belief. And as we see this, this published version that you made that kind of like wrapped everything up, he basically was a punch up writer for this dude's, Bible, and at the end of it, he had something that was just like, yeah, yeah, it's a bunch <laughs> it's of really writing. It's just like, yeah, so we wrote this part where like Jesus was on the cross, but then he's like, he turns over and he's like, man, I hate Mondays.
1: But then he does like a kickflip off the cross while drinking a Mountain Dew. It's great.
0: <laughs> I think we, guys, I think we found our next writing project. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Kick flip Jesus! Put him
1: in air!
0: Um, He
1: hates
2: Mondays. He's also Garfield? What is this?
0: I wrote (laughs) it for lasagna,
2: even though it's
1: not kosher. Uh,
2: I'm just imagining Garfield with the stigmata. Oh god. And like the crown of thorns when Kip flips off a (laughs)
1: grass. I think we found Armando's next tattoo. Oh, the Garfield no. Jesus and his owner,
0: John the
1: Baptist. <laughs> oh, my mother is going to hate this Those so skins. Much. <laughs> Those
2: skins are what happened to Odie. Oh.
0: oh. R.I.P. Um, so, yeah, it just you'll kind of see this a lot moon doesn't really kick people out as much as he uses them to his own advantage to strengthen his argument so that the next time it doesn't people don't think that you know Mm -hmm. which is kind of an ingenious method if you're a cult leader to like let your that part of your ego go so you can be like all right well how would you make this better You took on an administrative role, which included finding a home for the church. So you rented the church a small two-room home near some local colleges. The church building was nicknamed the House of Three Doors because it (laughs) It had had three three doors.
2: doors. Huh. It was a
0: small, cramped, and uncomfortably held less than 10 people at a time. It was a two-room house. I think I may have said that. Was
2: it made of cardboard? No.
1: So it was a big step up. up. This is like when I got my first apartment that wasn't a studio apartment. I called my mom and I was like, I have doors now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've done that. remember when I first started living in a place and I was like, guys, shelves.
1: (laughs) Shelves and walls. Yeah, almost so, four walls and a bed. Yay! Yeah, yeah, Yay. I did have
0: that. Um, yeah, so it's just like it's crazy. He's just he's got this little tiny podunk house, and then they they're officially founded as a church, and he like they like paint a sign on uh this this like wooden piece that i assume he made the fucking carpenter himself just <laughs> was like it, that's was only... it a picture
1: frame though Cause i he hope could so. only make picture frames i
0: fe- i i feel like that's the thing that he the only thing he actually shares in common with jesus is he was probably a real shitty carpenter
1: jesus was supposedly a good carpenter yeah
0: yeah, what was his Yelp reviews like? <laughs>
1: um, I would tell you, but they're all in Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I like got this
0: crib from this guy and like it didn't really work, but it did cure my lupus, so <laughs> <laughs> There's like... three and a half stars. <laughs> After officially setting up the church, you visited his relative in the city, a music professor at Yuha Women's College. The Women's who-ha? University. Yu-ha Women's University They named Actually, it that
1: because a... women have yuhas <laughs> Thank you so much <laughs> And and men have Well I mean I guess women can have any number of things But some most Many women have yuhas
0: Also uh, the Associated boys college Across the way was called Yancey Which I feel like is a fun name for a penis <laughs> I, was gonna...
1: I feel like it's what they say When they send you a text of it Like Yancey
0: <laughs> Yancey, Yancey? Women have Yuhas Boys have <laughs> Yansis <laughs> Uh Oh <although,
1: laughs> Oh man As a small as
0: a small correction already It's Yuhas wi- Women's college It's not women It's weird So but, it's
1: Woman Yeah
0: Woman's college Woman's college Woman's college It's weird But that's just the so way it's, it's named the,
1: the women don't own it it's a college for a woman.
0: For woman. I am woman. Hear me learn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so President Yu has a a relative uh, of some sort that is a music professor at this woman's university. Um, so you visits her and explains the divine principle to her, and she becomes an excited new member of the church, like instantly joins So then she starts telling everyone about the teachings of Moon, uh, including both fellow professors and students. And since the church was small and shabby, she set up uh, her home to be used by Moon to, like, hold congregations. So that that way uh, he would have, like, they would be like, yeah, come to my house. We're just going to have, like, a fun little party. And then you show up and there's this guy there and he's like... So I'm Jesus. Nice (laughs) to meet you.
1: Put the keg over there. By the way, I'm the Lord. (laughs) Wait, I thought thought this was a Tupperware exchange. Everyone hang on to your red cup. Keep that cup with you for the entire party. Also, I saved your lives from sin.
0: Something that I kind of want to get into is that it's like, we are shitting on this dude pretty hard. Like, this guy Deservedly is.
1: Deservedly. Yeah, so. oh,
0: I should say that. I'm not going to defend him. <laughs> Because Moon, as you'll see as we go on and through everything I've said, is a fucking piece of shit. He's a bad person. He's a stupid guy. His hair looks dumb.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> he can't wear hats.
1: And he cries all the time. cries all the time. He can only make picture frames. He's a smelly boy. He's a
0: smelly boy. He
1: would be fucking lost in an Ikea.
0: Yeah. Oh, fucking for reals, dude. He... <laughs> He's a dick, and I hate him, and so I'm not defending him, but it's hard when we shit on people so much for you to to think about why people would follow that person. You... Yancey? Yeah. Yancey? Yada <laughs> <laughs> You just, me? Yada I mean? I just mean that it's like when we, with hindsight, to shit on these people... It's easy for us to realize, like, oh, I would never follow this person. But I want you to understand why people did. So here's a couple of members recalling what it was like in the early days. Oh, this is a, uh, a student at YUHA uh, women's university. In October 1954, a professor of English joined the church. At the end of her lecture, she began to tell us about the divine principle. The professor told me she would introduce me to someone who would solve all my problems. When I first came to the church, President Yu taught me the divine principle. During a lecture, Father took a piece of paper and began drawing diagrams and explaining the principle to me directly.
1: Is this how the
2: yu-ha works?
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> so you've got two hiyansis and then a yu-ha. The man puts it. Okay. <laughs> the egg travels. Into the
0: u So here's a map of the U-Ha. Here is the library. Uh, <laughs> here's the music hall. Here's the clitoris. Here's- <laughs> the university was on vacation, but many students continued to come to listen to Moon's lectures. After class began again, 50 to 60 students would come to our church every day. Wow. After services, Father would talk to us about the problems of communist China, Southeast Asia, America, the energy crisis, the food crisis, the breaking out of diseases of unknown origin, and other things. He would work out any problem that was troubling us young people. Because of this, it was inevitable that he became very popular among university students.
1: So he's giving them attention that they're not getting, you know, they're they're on vacation. Yeah. They're lonely, I would imagine. Yeah. And, you know, he's offering to help solve any problems they have. Like, it's invaluable to be able to talk through your things that are stressing you out or your problems with an impartial third party.
0: Oh, for sure. And also, if you think about, like, what I said about how you comes to him with problems that are directly associated towards Moon. You comes to Moon with his book and he's like, dude, I read this, it's a fucking piece of shit. You want me to punch this up for you? And Moon, instead of getting mad, he's like, sure, yeah, that's fine how would you solve this? How would you solve this problem? And he like works with him to solve a problem that is directly Moon's. So imagine if there's not a problem and he's just talking to a group of young people and he's just like how would you solve this problem? And then he uses your answers to basically like that's correct that's right and he'd work through it. That's what I think he's doing. Like He's, he's just
1: reinforcing. He's just
0: listening to you yeah. and doing that. Here's another remember who recalls anyone who longed to meet Moon and talk with him could easily arrange to be with him they used to talk sing and laugh without realizing how fast the night went until after one or two in the morning they called this their period of direct association with the master its and then pur- the hats came
1: out <laughs>
0: <laughs> its purpose was to educate and train the believers that is to restore them so moon is teaching you that we are full of sin, but through following Him, you can become restored. You can become clear of and free of sin. By May 1955, over 100 students of only like 350, I think. Wow, uh, over 100 students had at least heard Moon preach the Divine Principle. One of the once the university realized how widespread the church had become, they gave their students two options. Leave the church or be expelled. On May 14th, 1955, 14 students were expelled for refusing to leave the church. Four teachers were also let go or quit the university in wow. protest. The school claimed that Moon's church was a wicked religion and not like the cool, like,
1: Fuck it, dude, it's a wicked religion. Wicked.
0: Uh, you got wicked,
1: wicked hats, man.
0: <laughs> they super don't. Um... <laughs>
1: They're all split in half. In... <laughs> Giant noggin <laughs> cried himself to bed on his huge pillow.
0: In Korea, the term wicked religion is how they say cult. Oh, it's okay. like the direct translation, but it like context clues, it means cult. Um they claim that the cult went against the beliefs of the university. The students who were expelled backed by the church claimed the university had no proof to declare that the church was a cult and demanded that they that the expelled women be reinstated. President Yu set up interviews with newspapers to get the story out. This cast the church into the public eye for the first time, and this is actually at the time they were using rumors um, about stuff that was going on. Like one student recalls that they were like brought into an office and they're like, "You gotta leave," and she's like, "No, they're like, it's fine. Like it's just a, it's just like a, it's just Christianity." And they're like, "No, we know what they do. They take off all their clothes. They go into the field and they dance nude." And she's like, "No, no, we don't." And that then sounds th- awesome. There's this great. Quote in in her story where she goes, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it's not off by much they go they go into the into the forest and they dance in the nude and she goes we don't even dance with our clothes on (laughs) why do you think we would dance in the nude uh she goes if i wanted to dance i would go to a dance hall this is church (laughs) (laughs) it's just kind of it's just kind of funny but they um later somebody found out that there was an actual group in north korea that was based off of christianity that would go into the woods and dance in the nude and because Moon came from North Korea, they thought that they were the same
1: group. Oh. So that's
0: where that belief came from. Um, so they basically call newspapers. They call all these people and they're like, look at what this fucking school is doing. They're kicking people out for just following their religion, a good Christian religion. And so it like caused a bunch of controversy at the time. Well, after the controversy surrounding the expulsion of students and the investigation by the university, the authorities conducted their own investigation into Moon and the church. This is when the true nature of the Holy Association for the Unification of World Christianity became clear. On July 4th, 1955, Moon was arrested in front of his congregation for a multitude of crimes. The focus was adultery.
1: Oh my god, again? Yeah. This dude cannot keep his... Yahtzee in his <laughs> pants. <laughs> Stay away from those yahoos. or Yuhas. You, you Yuhas. Yes. Uh,
0: what the authorities had become privy to, later detailed in a report by the FBI, was both the church's official and unofficial theology. So here was the church's official beliefs. One, the one creator is God and Father. Two, the only son, Jesus, is mankind's savior. Three, the second advent of Jesus is in Korea. Four, mankind shall become one united family centered around the second coming. Five, ultimate salvation rests upon elimination of hell and evil while establishing good and the kingdom of heaven. These are technically things that sound good.
1: Uh, I mean, you lost me right around, like, three.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the one that's specific to, like, he's coming from Korea is, like, that's a little weird. But here's what turns those evil these are the unofficial beliefs the hidden secret doctrines that go along with their official beliefs one moon is the second advent two through blood cleansing a believer can be made pure and free of sin blood cleansing is the process by which a female member has sexual intercourse with moon three times and then male members have intercourse with a cleansed female. The belief comes from Moon's teaching that Eve committed immorality with the serpent and passed on serpent blood to all of us. Three, secretly observed doctrines, like all of the following, are holy covenant and are of more value than the Bible. Four, members who have experienced blood cleansing can produce sinless generations. And five, founder Moon is sinless.
1: Oh, Gross. Step
2: yeah. one, I'm a god to these. Step two, you have to have sex with, with me. me. Step
1: three. I put my dick in a box? I think we're singing different songs. Oh, man.
0: Four women were confirmed to have been, quote unquote, restored by Moon at the time. Although these four women were older married women... Uh, who did not report themselves to be victimized. Their uh, Originally, their husbands claimed that they were committing adultery, which, as we learned earlier, is a crime if one of the spouses claims that the other has committed adultery. Much later, it was discovered that Moon had fathered two illegitimate children in 1955. At this time, he was still married to his first wife.
2: That apple-selling poor lady.
0: The first child, he Jin Moon, was born to Myunghee Kim, a promising medical student from a nearby university. Myunghee was surprised when she found out her aunt had donated her grant, which paid her tuition, to Moon. When she confronted Moon, she was swept up in his charisma, stayed the night with him, and lost her virginity to him.
2: Oh! When she
0: became pregnant, Moon forced her to go to Japan illegally to hide out. According to the church, Moon married Myung-hee, although... He's
1: still married to that first lady. Yeah,
0: and it seems more like he didn't marry her in an official capacity. It seems like he just kind of went, Ippity-boppity-boo! We're married Mm. to you. (laughs) But he never sent money. He never sent money and he forced them to remain in Japan for four years. So
2: he never sent the money from the tuition that he stole from her?
0: No, no, no. He had to pay for things like hats. (laughs) more tissues. For the crying. Uh, The reason that he sent her to Japan was because if he had been caught for adultery... Then he would be jailed again for uh, bigamy twice. Oh. And he didn't necessarily want that to happen, so he sent her to Japan, which was illegal at the time because uh, 1955 is 10 years after Japan uh, surrenders Korea. So tensions are a little rough, if uh, to say, like, literally the least. Also, interesting weird side note, reports say that uh, Myung-hee's mother believed in Moon's cause so heavily that she was the one who sold her home in 1954 so that Moon could start renting the church in Seoul. So it seems like her whole family kind of went batshit crazy over Moon and she just got swept up in it. He never paid money, he forced them to remain in Japan. And eventually, he came and took Heejin away from his mother to be raised by the church. Under Moon's care, Heejin died at the age of six in a train <gasps> accident.
1: Oh my god. He was
0: on the train alone and he stuck his head out the window. Oh no!
1: And oh my god. Hereditary. Oh, oh no!
0: The second child was Dong Suk Nim, born to Dal Oak ok Chong. Dal Oak ok was forced by Moon to marry another member of the church to also disguise Moon's adultery. No records of a wedding date or photographs have ever been found. In recent years, Dong Suk-nim has been confirmed by the church to be a true child of Moon's. So at least there's some amount of closure there that at the end of Moon's life, he finally accepted her as one of his children. Uh, Moon is also charged with the unlawful imprisonment of a 23-year-old student whom he forced to wear ceremonial white robes, and she was not allowed to leave the premises of the church, and it's alleged that she was kept there by physical force. Here's uh, some testimony about Moon that concerns another girl. There was a woman who came from the same village as me. She had a cute daughter. From when she was small, me and the daughter would hold hands and go to the mountains and rivers or the church to pray. Later, this daughter became a university student. She was still a virgin. Then, Xiang Meng Moon took her to his room and had sex by force with her. He took away her chastity with the excuse of restoration. When this daughter told me, she was crying. Even if it is done in the name of restoration, it is still sexual intercourse. It doesn't change the fact that he hurt a young woman by doing this.
2: Uh... I mean, if you're his followers and you know about this, how can you keep being his followers?
0: Uh, most of them were into it. Most of them were doing it. They believed that Moon could make them pure. He also, um, when he, they talk about diagrams, I found pictures of some of the diagrams, and he basically, it's just like a multi-level marketing scheme. Okay. Oh, uh, that's what it breaks down to. Where like, He's like,
1: you have sex with me, then you have sex yeah. with three people, then they have sex with three people. <laughs> Hi,
0: I'm Moon, and I'd like to tell you how you can become free and clear of sin. So what you're going to do is... Fuck me. We will fuck no more than three times. And then you will go fuck another member of the church, thereby clearing him of his sins. This goes on until all of us are able to receive a sinless generation. It seems like he really wanted to bring together 36 couples. Seems to be a recurring theme in his story to... um, That was his plan. He was like, I need 36 couples, and then we can create a perfect, sinless generation. Because the adultery could not be proven in a court of law, the only charges the authorities could charge Moon with was draft evading and unlawful imprisonment. Because when Moon came back to South Korea, they asked him how old he was, and to avoid the draft, he lied and said he was like six years older than he was.
1: Oh, geez. And that
0: he did do that. He did did actually do that. The church became a pariah group now widely referred to as a wicked religion or a cult in the eyes of the population they sought to convert. Most Koreans were not prepared for such ritual sex as was reported by the church. Comments on the topic itself by news media may have been enough to deal a fatal blow to the group whose membership was not sufficiently large at all. Through what one side calls a miracle and the other side calls bribery and tampering with evidence, the charges against Moon were dropped and he was released in October 1955. During the trial, several women were coerced with sums of money to not accuse Moon of adultery. Mm. One of these women was Moon's first wife. Shut up. Who agreed to divorce him after being paid an undisclosed, undisclosed sum.
1: It was like 40,000 apples. <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs>
0: Following the 1955 arrests of prominent members in the church, Moon decided to take a new approach to growing its members. Missionaries. Oh. This had worked before in the past, as you'll remember at the beginning of the church's history with Mr. Lee and Miss Kang.
2: Are these missionaries also people who love the missionary position?
1: Um,
0: Yes, but only with Moon. Uh, So
1: are they... Okay, if you're a missionary for Sun Young Moon... uh Uh-huh. Are you preaching his word to people in an effort to bring them back to integrate them into the pyramid of pussy?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, because he's really the only one that can save. Right. You. I was gonna
1: say, are they imbued with the ability to save people via their genitals, or do they so ha- does it have to be moon?
0: It. It's uh, the best way to describe this, the way that the church. Taught at the time is similar to... is similar to, like we talked about last time, it's like a weird blend of Christianity and Scientology. Right. Where the premise is, Father is sinless, he can make you sinless, he wants to restore you because man has fallen to sin.
1: And you but, can fix it if you fall on this dick.
0: Fall on this dick! But then... Just like we saw with uh, Nexium with Keith Rainier, Right. There's sort of an inner circle of people who fuck him. Okay. So it doesn't seem like the... Well, it seems like the main part of the cult for Moon was to get some of that yu-ha. But um, more often than not, it seems like it was people were just following his religion and then there was an inner circle of women who fucked him to become clean and pure.
1: Okay, so it was it's more like a... It's like, like Fight Club, where it's like a bunch of people are in the Fight Club, not everyone gets to be into Project Mayhem.
0: Yeah, okay. pretty much. But it also did seem like sometimes he would have male members fuck female members. That's probably a bad way to say it, but... They just—it seemed like they had a lot of ritual sex, but not everyone was involved.
1: To, I'll be honest with you—the whole time I've been listening to this, it's been making me think of Little Pebble Doshi Yukukai, which is episode two of Cult Podcast, where they have correct sex with yogurt.
0: Oh, the yogurt sex! Yeah, oh. that's—I've been
1: thinking of it the entire time.
0: That's weird. It's yeah, been it's real troubling. To spread the religion, Moon planned a new strategy of sending missionaries to other countries. And mm-hmm. these countries included America mm-hmm. and Japan. In 1958, Moon sent a single missionary to Japan, this being 13 years after Japan's surrender. Political tensions again were high. So the this guy, who's essentially an illegal immigrant, was immediately arrested as soon as he arrived <laughs> in Japan. Uh, After multiple attempts to escape, including trying to jump out of a moving train...
1: Dude, no! uh,
0: The missionary decided that the best way to get out was to fast, which means to not eat... And when he did eat, the only thing he ate was salt, was pure salt. Oh,
1: that's real bad for you. So
0: it made him real sick, real fast, and he became violently ill, and he was hospitalized. And when he was in the hospital, there was light security, so he escaped.
1: Oh, great. Uh, And
0: that was his plan all along. Um, In 1959, Moon sent three missionaries to America, one of which was Young Un Kim, I really want to write a paper on the tragedy that is the life of Young Un Kim. Um, I'm just going to kind of sum it up because she's the person that the spread of the religion in America can be credited to the most. She was a former religious studies professor at Uha Woman's University, and she left the college. Uh, she resigned in protest when the school questioned the church. Once arriving in America, she translated the Divine Principle into English and established the Holy Association for the Unification of World Christianity as a church in America. Without her dedicated work, the church would not have the presence it has today. The tragedy, I'm going to kind of just like go through it a little bit, is that um, one of the things that she did to preach to Americans was she kind of like she translated the work. uh, Not everything translated directly. So she kind of had to like change things and she kind of made it her own. Uh, Moon didn't like that. But the other thing that he didn't like is that her initial teachings were that you don't have to be completely faithful to everything that is said in the Bible it's all stories and it's all things that tell of us being sinful and we need to find ways to restore ourselves and cleanse ourselves of sins and so she kind of said um, she kind of sets up this thing that's like hey we don't have to fuck some old Korean dude <laughs> we can just be better people and moon, and moon- <laughs> yeah <laughs> And she You don't have to... I like the it way you think. I like the way you
1: think.
0: Yeah, that's probably the religion I'd follow the
1: most. Right.
0: Um. But because she kind of went against what Moon was trying to set up, which was essentially just like a pussy palace, I guess, um, he eventually, like, disowned her. And she had given him her entire life. Like, she resigned yeah. from her job and moved to America to go do this missionary work. Like, she went to Oregon. The other ones went to California and, I think, Washington, D.C. So they didn't even have, like, each other, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, She did all this stuff, and at the end of her life, she burned all of the letters, the correspondence between her and Moon and all of her original copies of The Divine Principle, everything that she had connecting her to to the church, she uh, burned it before she died of pancreatic cancer. Oh, Uh, basically being excommunicated from the church that she gave her entire life to. Five years after an arrest that would have ended most cult leaders, Moon had all the opportunities to spread his religion to the world. Although he had more romantic issues to attend to because Moon was getting married again. Oh god. However, since his intended bride dropped out of the wedding, Moon was (laughs) forced to find a new bride. The daughter of one of his most devoted members, Hawk. Jahan. Fucking um,
1: nast.
0: And that's, weirdly enough, where we'll pick up next week uh, for part three of the Moonies. Because we're still not done.
1: Part tres.
0: Part tres. Uh, it just keeps getting fucking more bat shit crazy. Because
2: you can you it's uh you can tell how crazy an episode is by what Mondo's hair looks like in each episode. <laughs> how many birds you got nested up there, dog, because it is like the more frustrated it gets, the more his hair just becomes a bird's nest. It's very intense. Yeah. Like... I look
0: like uh what's his name? From Eraserhead?
1: Oh yeah. Well, Eraserhead. I was, <laughs> I was just thinking like, you know, the <laughs> the professor in Back to the Future would tell oh, you to yeah. tone it down. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I'm both tired and also crazy. I It's the
1: exact hairstyle that Brendan Fraser has in Encino Man. Like exact.
0: It's <laughs> a good reference. Thank you um yeah it's insane it's one of these things where i was like why does everyone just kind of blah 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 over this history and then i realized that it's because they're trying to prevent everyone from knowing how fucking terrible moon is because if you ask moon what happened is he was like oh when i came to korea i just lied about my age and then it was like a trumped up Uh, evading the draft law that's all I did I didn't do anything wrong but if you ask anybody else that was there they were like oh yeah homeboy is like a terrible rapist (laughs) so it's like it's just this terrible thing, and we haven't even gotten into the mass marriages yet, into his shitty fucking kids. Because if you think Moon's bad, wait till you hear about his fucking kids. I read a story about Moon trying to give his uh, congregation, like he's trying to like speak to his congregation, and his shitty fucking kids was riding a motorcycle doing donuts, being like, <laughs> being like "My dad is God."
1: <laughs> his son is hot rod?
0: Yeah, they're all bad. He's got so many kids. And then here's the thing. We'll get into it. He marries this woman. He marries Hak Jahan, a 17-year-old at the age that she was married.
1: She's still alive, too, right?
0: She's still alive. I believe she is the current leader of the church. Although they are trying to decide which one of his shitty fucking kids is going to run the church. And we will get into that next week about how fucked that whole shit is. (laughs) Because... Here's next week on Cold the Podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: Cocaine.
1: Yes! yes. Fucking
0: drug addicts fucking uh exposes fucking Moon goes to jail again, by the way. Like this he's not done going to jail. He goes to jail so many times. Ugh. So many times. Bang. Like like when I was growing up a A thing that I thought a lot was like, wow, my dad goes to jail a lot. Moon goes to jail more.
1: Than your dad. More than
0: my father. My father's a dumb guy.
2: So. <laughs> bad moons, bad moons. What, what you, you gonna, gonna
1: do? do? What, what you, you gonna, gonna do when he comes on you? Oh, oh. <laughs> Dunked. <laughs> Dunked! You Really owned. This is so good. Thank oh, you. Thank you so much. <laughs>
2: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Also,
0: uh, so we'll get into it. Uh, mass marriages, cocaine, kidnapping, brainwashing, re-kidnapping? <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Unbrainwashing. <laughs> Moon goes to jail, has a bunch of kids, a couple illegitimate ones too. A couple? A couple. Like no. A couple dozen. A couple a couple is yeah, it's too it's too small amount. He has a bundle of fake grundles. A murder. <laughs> yeah, a murder of 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 shitty kids.
2: A grundle of bun Whoa, okay. A grundle
0: bundle of
2: Kinder <laughs>
0: I don't even know and then uh, all of his kids fuck well that's not true not all of his kids but a bunch of his kids fucking suck and- oh, I thought
2: you were going to say they fuck other kid. like it was just going to get more sexual crimes but
0: well we'll get into it next oh, week but no. two of his kids started their own cult yes oh my oh, god Yeah, and we will get into all of that and more on next week of cult podcast.
2: The and now yeah. yes oh my god
0: I'm so tired I know I'm, I'm, I you I can have lay down. A, it's not even done yet it is 12 I was gonna say in the morning it is noon and we have to Andre and I have to drive to San Diego to go perform stand-up accomdy and uh you can yeah. sleep
2: in the car and I'll drive it if you want
0: I can do that if you want to send me sleepy bedtime stories uh, you can do so to my social media. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Mondo Does Stuff. That's M A N D O Does Stuff, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I've been tweeting. I've been tweeting. I've been tweeting. <laughs> I've been
2: tweeting. I've been
1: tweeting.
0: <laughs> tweetin'. Andrando's I've been tweeting. I uh, here's two of my favorite tweets that I tweeted recently. Oh, uh, these are great. My girlfriend. Is this an open mic. <laughs> my girl always trying to get me to set boundaries, but that's where I draw the line. All right, that one was not.
1: (laughs) Like we said on last week, Cult Podcast has two kinds of jokes, good ones and that.
0: Here's another joke. Uh, The funny guy at the office, I don't want to be funny. I have to be funny. They need me to watch every movie, every TV show, so I can make references to them all day. This is my cross to bear. This is my burden. This is my strife. (laughs)
1: Did you have in parentheses voice Borat <laughs> yeah. voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. All right. Yeah. The, you're redeemed from the first one. Yeah.
0: So you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mondo Does Stuff. I'm gonna be more active on both.
1: Uh, and if you want to mass marry me, please don't. Planning one <laughs> wedding is hard enough. Uh, that's
0: the thing. thing. We'll get into it. But they just plan one. It's a it's a fucking it's a sea of suits and brides and like I
1: know I've seen the pictures. It's just
0: crazy. It's crazy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I'm yeah,
1: ahead. finding a reception hall that's going to house those people problematic. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram at rampage wesley on Twitter at page wesley or follow me on Ring on it and i know our episodes are a little delayed this week it's because jake and i both got hella sick and we had to pick up our wedding rings so
2: they're very cute shout out to cassie
1: yep yep cassie's on one of the newer episodes this week so yeah yeah. Fuck yeah.
2: oh hey hey guys andre is in here if you want to have-
1: yeah. <laughs> my brain is trained <laughs> so tired
0: <laughs> it's the day <laughs> This is the first time we've recorded In the actual day and our brains don't know How to it's handle ba- it
1: like, We're better at like almost
2: midnight Armando yeah. so- our- was awake until 4am Researching this die. episode uh, He's been doing that for Two nights so his brain is officially Broken down he needs to call AAA. Uh- a <laughs> But <laughs> So uh, if you want to send me uh, money to fix Mondo's brain <laughs> or <laughs> any of your Yu-Ha diagrams, go ahead and send them to at Sundress Comic on Instagram and Twitter.
0: If you want to contact the show directly, you can contact us on Instagram at Cult Podcast.
1: Uh, or on Twitter at Cult Podcast Show.
0: You can also send us an email to Show at gmail.com.
1: Or you can send us cool-ass shit in person at 3756 West Avenue 40, Sweet K, number 237. Like, like the shining. shining. Los Angeles, California, 90065. And keep sending those bomb-ass snacks. I cannot wait to oh yeah. get those snacks.
0: So out to young Barbara, who is our... Um, Unofficial Satanist correspondent, I guess.
1: Who, our unofficial snack purveyor.
0: Yeah, he's also sending us a bunch of. Uh unnecessary was one of the adjectives he used to and describe And he said there were four it.
1: types. See, yeah. this to me reeks of some sort of potato chip flavor. Oh god, I hope and so. And I'm excited.
0: <gasps> I'm, I'm fucking, I'm here for it. Send or your snacks. Or some
1: sort of like bacon tube. Like whatever it is I'm kind of in for it.
0: <laughs> bacon tube, that's what I am. Or
1: unless you just found like <laughs> fuckloads loads of snack olives. I'm just going to be like, no thank you. Oh, I love <laughs> oh, it. I send love it. all the olives. I want I fucking the snack love olives. olives. We
0: have olive tapenade. We have jars of olive topping up Yeah, it's
1: so good. I'm gonna Speaking of
0: emails, uh, we got. uh, Send them. Speaking of emails, send them. Send them. Uh, (laughs) This is how we find out about cults like the Moonies, which I had fucking never heard of before this, and now I can't get them out of my fucking brain. I know so much about the goddamn Moonies. I know everything about this man's fucking life. It's tearing me apart. Andrea witnessed me researching this fucking thing, and every like two hours I would just yell, God! And then I would have to fucking redo everything because I found out that it's lies. It's all lies. Everything this man says is a lie.
1: What's his dick look like?
0: Uh, It's pretty It's pretty small. That, <laughs> I feel weird about making a joke about this, but he does describe, or multiple women do describe the periods of restoration with him. And this one woman goes, yeah, it was, it was only like a couple seconds. No! <laughs> I didn't really come back for the other two sessions.
2: Oh, She didn't come at all. It no, seems like no, no. Probably, probably not. not.
0: Um, but speaking of email, we got an email today from a uh, listener, Fritha. Fritha says, guys, I fucking love your podcast. I am laughing my ass off all the time. Thank you so much for putting it out. You do, you need to do some stuff on the UK. Are you doing Rudolf Steiner? And she sends us bunch of information about cults that we want to cover in the future so yeah if you want to send us emails tell us about how much you love us tell us about cults that we definitely need to cover and do things like fritha did by um fucking putting links to resources in your email all of that stuff is super helpful and i love all of you guys so 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 much,
1: and I will add. We'll add it to the spreadsheet. <laughs> It'll take us. It might take us a while to get to it. Yeah, but yeah. We don't. We'll cover get to it eventually. Everything immediately. Go
0: figure. When I started working on this podcast, I was like, "This is not going to last forever." There's only a <laughs> finite number of. Cults I told that you exist when you came on. I was
1: like, "We get like two to three emails a day. We get new so cults. many.
0: There's n- <laughs> there's always more. I know. They don't stop.
1: Yep. Yep. Can't stop. Cult stop. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Huh. Yeah, we've also got some cool merch stuff coming up, so keep your eyes peeled and our new yes. website should be out soon.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get that done by this week, so hopefully
1: you'll be able to see that this week. Boom. And I guess don't don't drink the Yancy juice.
0: Oh. It's come.
1: (laughs) Actually, it's usually not. (laughs) (laughs) And don't drink the Kool (laughs) Aid. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Ew.